home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris and Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Oh yes, this is Cross Politics. It's Monday evening. We have breaking news. <laughs> no, we don't. Sort of. I mean, it's kind of broke already. Last, it, All it, of it. it broke. Last Everything week, broke. Dan Bongino's out at Fox. Then today, Don Lemon, Don Lemon, Don Lemon. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I don't even know what color he is. Why do, I don't even know what race he is. What is the main point? <laughs> and, uh, Don Lemon's out at CNN. Oh, was he at CNN? He's in. He's yeah. CNN. He's CNN. And then Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Is out hey, at Fox. Yes. And also, Gabe, we were going to tell you, you're out. Yeah, you're done. Today's your last show. You're going to You didn't no. even know it. I'm worth hundreds of dollars to the Fight Life Peace Network. Try dimes. Hundreds of dimes. I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you. And we got to add about our magazine. Yeah. That Toby's going to read We're right on now. a mission to make yeah. magazines great again. Great again. Yeah, so subscribe to our Fight Life Feast magazine. It's a quarterly mini book-like experience packed. Full of a variety of authors includes theologically driven cultural commentary, a psalm of the quarter, recipes for feasting, laughter sprinkled throughout the glossy page. So we just sprinkle laughter, just yep. sprinkle yep. all <laughs> like, like Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> and more. Sign up your church, sign up your grumpy uncle, and while you're at it, sign up Elon Musk and Russell Moore. Disclaimer: This magazine will guarantee various responses and cross politics, not held liable for any of them. Mm. Nope. Not, no liability at all. <laughs> Reading the whole magazine may cause theological maturation. Possibly encourage your kids to take the Lord's Supper with you and will likely cause Ooh. you to randomly chuckle and joy at God's wondrous yeah. world. In addition to all of the above, if you're a Platinum Club member, you get a magazine subscription for free. Free now. So if you're not a club member yet, sign up today. Four issues, just $60 per year. Unless, again, you're a Platinum Club member, then you get it. Go to FightLifeEast.com right now and subscribe. I mean, you should already be subscribed to a club membership, anyways. But that that that's that's for another time. So Tucker Carlson, yeah, is out at Fox. Uh, Fox actually has a statement. Um, so Tucker Carlson makes about thirty five million dollars a year yeah. from Fox. Yeah, and and Fox uh, released this half a paragraph, basically. That's Fox he, News. It's hardly no, a sentence. No, no, hardly a sentence. No. And they talk mostly about themselves. Fox News media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. Agreed. We thank him for his services to the network and as a host and prior to that as a contribu con contributor. Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st. Yeah, that was, that was Friday. That was like, yeah. Notice uh, today's Monday. on the 24th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. starting this evening as an interim show helmed by rotating Fox News personalities until a new host and is host named. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I was thinking they were going to, you know, maybe Hunter Biden. Um, might, be a good, <laughs> might be a good one. Uh, Don don't have a job. Don maybe. don't have a job. You get <laughs> him on. 
Yeah. He's a good yeah. option here. Yeah, you know, what, what's another good one? I mean, they, they called me and I turned it down. So yeah. what's crazy? Because yeah. I still, I, maybe I should have taken it because I still thought I had a job. Hey, no, bro, listen, no, listen, no sorry, man. You should have taken it. That was your chance. That was your chance. If they would have offered you $10 million a year, I'm telling you to take it. <laughs> take, okay? it take it. Please go yeah. and get us that bag. All help right? us. Help Please us. do. Um, you know, so what was funny was I watched Tucker's show Friday. I, I saw it. The, I didn't Did watch. I didn't watch it Friday, but somebody, the guy? Sh- somebody shared the last few minutes of, the, of his last show and said, "This is how Tucker ends on Fox." And so what was crazy was that there's a pizza guy. I don't know, it was kind of he went yeah. viral. Yeah, right. He stopped a criminal who was running from the police while he was delivering pizza at yeah. a house. Yeah. The dude was so concerned about his car, like not the fact that police are chasing the guy. He yells, "Don't hit my car, dude!" <laughs> 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 and that's all he could think. Of about why he's delivering yeah, pizza. Yeah. It he, trips the guy. I mean, he's a delivery man. And, and, That's like and the, the car is special. He needs yeah, his yeah. car. Yeah. 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 So he trips the guy, makes national news, yeah. gets on Tucker's show, yeah. and Tucker says, hey, I'll see you guys Monday. Yeah. So he, I don't think Tucker knew no. that Friday was going to be his last day. Doesn't, sure doesn't seem that way. And, I don't, and you were talking about this earlier, um, the whole kind of Dominion lawsuit yeah, so this, uh, so Fox just lost, you know, or or, or they settled or, or made a settlement. Yeah, with with uh, Dominion. Uh, I guess the, you the, consider that a loss. The voting machines. I mean, it, I mean, what, to the tune of uh, seven hundred and almost eight hundred million dollars. Eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and so I'm, I mean, one question I had was just simply um, whether there was a financial thing going on here. Where um, I mean, can they afford Tucker? Uh, so here's how I think about this: If it was a financial thing, you know what you don't do. Get rid of the guy who makes you the most money. Yeah. yeah I mean, you okay. get rid of LeBron. Like, Lakers like, are hurt. Let's Lakers get rid of LeBron. <laughs> Unless Shoot. LeBron is yeah. going to somehow cripple us yeah. in some way. Tucker, this is Well, is it cr- a combination? I mean, I guess maybe that's part of it. But, but what the, if you're Aaron Rodgers and like, we got we're sending you to the Jets? But hold on, Tucker. <laughs> which is what happened. That's, he yeah. went to Jets. Now you just spoiled it. More yeah. breaking news in case yeah. you didn't hey, know. Aaron Rodgers got traded to the Jets. Yeah. First on Cross Balls. <laughs> We're just dropping all the balls here today. Um, it, but it, you don't get, what's Tucker, 30, $35 million a year? That's what he just said. I mean, come on now. He makes How much does he make you? Forget how much it costs to have him. He is the number one provider inside of your Fox Nation app of content. Nobody makes more Fox Nation content yeah. than Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Okay. So while he might be a huge expense, he's making you a, a boatload of money. What you don't do is get rid of him. Now, Dan... Mangino, I I don't know, you know, what's going on with there. I still don't know what's going on with Tucker. Yeah. I don't know why. Right. Here's a couple things I could think about. Um, Tucker isn't a financial strain for them. He's not. Okay. He's not. Okay. But he might be a social strain for them. Yeah. So, I mean, the January sixth stuff. You got January. Like, like Fox. I heard word on the street was Fox told him to stop talking about January sixth. What? Yeah. Okay. So he he had done a couple shows and then Fox I, I like stop. I just want to interject a little bit on this on the on the social thing. Yeah. Like, but there is a financial component to that. Social capital. Sure. No, no, no. But there's a financial component to that. You mean yeah, you, you, it's, don't, it's you, like you don't get invited to certain dinners? Maybe yeah. you get locked out of certain well, places. And, and there's certain donors and there's certain like companies that will or will not advertise. Soros with you. won't give you no more money. Dylan Mulaney, that's going to replace them. Uh, no. There we go. Well, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> they're, they're like, they called up the, 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 Bud, social capital. the Bud Light PR yeah. crew, and they're like, hey, we've got a you situation. We, we got an ace card for you. They're Dylan. like, we're sorry. We just let do go you, of the person who did the Dylan Mulvaney thing. have any dudes in dresses? <laughs> no. I So I, I think the social thing might be an issue. I think there's financial to that. I'm, I'm sure it has some implications I mean, there. I mean, why, why have so many big companies 
why have they shot them? I mean, why did Bud Light do the thing? Uh, I think, well, <laughs> I got a couple reasons for that. Okay. Um, if you listen to the marketing agent person, the person who they yeah. recently released, she said that Bud Light is losing its it, generational growth. They don't have a way to move forward without yeah. being sleazy, right? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> did you just I, hear what you said? I know. All right. Wait, wait, wait. They, you do not pass they, go. They didn't know how to get out of the imaging of a drunk college dude taking their beer. Yeah. Now, they never looked at their product and say, how do we make a better product? Because <laughs> right. why is it that young college yeah. drunk guys want our stuff? Yeah. Right. Oh, it's cheap, easy to get access to. And, yeah. you know, they didn't think about that. Right. The way that this marketing person thought about it was, hey, we have a great product already. How do we then make it? it how do we advance it so that we have different generations, culturally advancement? Yeah. Um, broad approach, uh, right. a broad yeah. likement to, uh, so they yeah, to our company. 0.01% of the population. So, so they, they, them. Right. So yeah, let's go broad. Because, but here, put on no, beer no, no. goggles was, no, no. and watch this ad. But what, what they thought it meant, though, <laughs> that is if we can include these folks, then we can include everybody else. That was a calculation they messed up on. Right. And I think they wanted to push like a Disney. They think that they can be Disney. Right. Bush thought, uh, um, no, Bud thought they could be Disney. Right. She she was thinking, hey, if we include these people inside and we queer this thing up a little bit, everybody will come and say, well, let's all just drink beer now. Yeah. The miscalculation. Yeah. I don't I don't think that's what Fox is doing here. Yeah. I, I, I do think, though, that as I was calculating this, it's like okay, everybody's asking, where does Tucker go right now? That's a big conversation. Where does Tucker go to? And. Started, By the end of the show, I have a proposal, and you got to stick around for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> more breaking news. Yeah. I, I started to look at this, and I don't know if you guys remember the um, the uh, uh, Napster mo- moment in, in music. You guys remember that? Oh, yeah, there, I downloaded a lot of good okay. music. From that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's fantastic. <laughs> Do not, I, mean, I don't know this man. <laughs> He's done after well, the show no. too. By the way, I mean it was all dialogue, so it took a minute. But <laughs> but I I <laughs> think true. <laughs> I think this is. Fox or institution, large institutions, I think this is their Napster moment. But first, let me say this. Before Napster happened, you had technology growth inside of music where you had big studios where the only place that you can go to get music recorded that was good. If you want a high level music, you could only get it at a studio. And the only people who could really afford studio time were big record companies, yeah, right? right? And so you didn't get inside of these records. So if you were a good, talented singer, you had to do something at a high level to get, get their on, attention, to get yeah. the attention so they yeah. could buy studio time for you so you could work in the studio. Yep. I tried buying studio time, $250 an hour, and then you're trying to be creative at the same time. Yeah. That's an expensive day to walk away with no music. Yeah. You understand what right. I'm saying? Right. So you had to have a record company get in there to let to pay for it. Well, technology started changing the game where, hold on, a laptop and a microphone, I can record my own stuff. Hmm. Well, now I just got to learn how to mix. Learn how to mix. Oh, I could put my own music out. Now, where do I put it out at? Well, you still had to go through the big institutions to get your music out. Here comes Napster. Napster comes in and says, we can download all the music you want hey, anywhere you want. It's what, file sharing. okay? And without paying for it. You had LimeWire, too. <laughs> kids, kids are like, what is Napster and LimeWire? Ask your parents File about sharing. It. <laughs> so, but what happened was, all of a sudden, institutions didn't need to be there for you to get your music. You didn't need a store. You didn't need a record label. Yeah. You could even get leaked music before it ever got to the label. Right. You artists start putting out stuff on Napster that they never had to go through their record label for. The record labels weren't putting out. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, the institution wasn't the thing that people needed anymore in order to be able to grow. Yeah. The artist was enough so long as they had access to the people. Right. Fox, I think, is making the mistake that they this has never been done before. 
Never been done. You have not had. For, look at Bill O'Reilly. Uh, say, well, uh, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Look at Bill yeah. O'Reilly. Right. That was for what for better or worse in the news talk business. There wasn't anybody bigger outside of Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Right. Bill wasn't let go until he was tired, old and played and they wanted to put somebody else in. He, well, he, and he had a little scandal. Sure. You know? Sure. But he was still not at the top of his game. Even when the scandal went down, yeah. they didn't he didn't get no scandal in the middle of where he's like peaking. Yeah. And he was still an old white guy. Right. And he was the one who was the, where you went for news. He was. Yeah, if you wanted something even but and t- fair and balanced, but, but Tucker's still here. Tucker I mean, is far, in the peak as far performance. As, we, as far as we know, we, I mean, we don't even know if he's peaked yet. I, I don't even. Yeah, that's a good point. Right, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's true. Like we, he's still going up. He's yeah. still going up. You don't well, cut off somebody who's just still shining as bright as possible. Yeah. Right, and we don't even know if he's yeah. peaked yet. Right. And, and as far as we know, he hasn't had a scandal. Right, like that's. <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least he had a scandal. He yeah. might have some sort of They're argument. They're going to be something, yeah, I'm might, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. come up yeah, with something. Right, right. And so the institution is thinking to itself, okay, we got to figure out how to cut because this is a brand thing. Tucker has become bigger than Fox. Oh, that's true. Right? This is a brand thing. Yeah. And so they got to figure out if we're going to continue to ride this train wherever he's going or are we going to try and rebrand ourselves for what we are? We better figure out how to do it now before it becomes too powerful. And so It's too, I, it's too late. Well... That's what they don't. This is the problem. It's yeah. an abstinence. They don't think so. They still right. think right. that they're in, they're powerful. Right. right. And Tucker now is wherever Tucker goes, that's where everybody else is going to go. Everybody was watching Fox for Tucker. Right. I mean, I, I like some of the, you know, uh, what's her name uh, that comes on after Tucker? Um, Laura, Laura Ingram. Ingram. You don't even know her name. Ingram. Laura Ingram. I, 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 Laura Ingram. I, I, not like Tucker. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, and I watched some of the other shows on there. Gutfield was the only one that was most interesting outside of Tucker. Uh, but none of them have the appeal. And when you have a Napster moment, you have to figure out, wait a second, the people are demanding and have access to information that they never had before. We have never been in a time where you have Daily Wire kind of content that's exploding right. out there. Right. Uh, Blaze, and then a ton, thousands of other podcasts that get it right, right. that can see, right? It's always been a controlled system and institution. Right. Now the right. institution is going to have to figure out how to rebrand, and they don't. They think they can do it. They can't without Tucker. Right. The, the, and just to, They're just, not big enough in and of themselves. Just so everybody's following. So what you're saying, though, is, is like the old school institutional recording records and studios. Yep. The old school news networks yeah. are, are having their moment. They're having their moment when every, I mean, because of iPhones, because of podcasting, right. um, basically the internet, yeah, the internet, yeah. every, you know, anybody and everybody can be their own, they can be their own news studio. Exactly. And, and so and, go ahead. And I'm just, yeah. so, so it's gone. But, but when you get people, people go now, like you were saying, like with Napster, it doesn't matter what the label is. That's right. What they care about is the personality. What they care about is the person who's delivering the message. And so, w- by releasing Tucker, they've just they've just opened that Pandora's was the, box. Remember, they're the last stands. They're the last main institution holding together for news. ABC, NBC, CNN. Not trusted sources. Don't get the views right. right? right. Tucker's getting somewhere with three and five million people watching A every night. night. Per night. Right. Well, that, every night. And to bring in the other uh, side of this analogy. Um, you have, uh, I like to use the yellow cab Uber situation to describe this. So Ye- yellow cab for decades uh, uh, owned the market. Yeah. Yeah. They had all the unions, right. they had all the relationships, they had all the airport relationships, right. all that monopoly. stuff. Monopoly. They had the monopoly. Right. And then in the yellow cab experience, I remember, um, I started traveling for work, um, really back in about 2005, 2006 before Uber really landed and the yellow cab experience wasn't good. 
Right. No, it um, wasn't. You didn't get water when you got in the vehicle. The vehicle is often not very clean. You know, yeah. um, prices were consistent. I had multiple experiences where the driver was a little smelly. Um, and and then um uh um and that's why they always ride with the windows down. And then Uber and then Uber came and what what Uber what um uh Uber was able to do is they just take took technology and applied it to right. kind of a dinosaur industry right. and then made it more efficient and more rewarding. And so it became a better experience. Uh, but it also became a, um, I wouldn't say cheaper experience, but the money was a lot more valuable consistent that you gave too. it more consistent, right? Yeah. And so now you're seeing the same thing happen in, in the in the uh, mm. um, uh, legacy media. Good you know, point, T- Tucker Carlson's getting paid $35 million a year. Sean Haney's getting paid $30 million a year. Don Lemon, I think, was about $10 million a year. Still too much. You know, still too much. <laughs> all, all these, this legacy industry is administratively very expensive. Well, the way they were able to maintain that was through the, they controlled the cable line. Right, they had a they know, monopoly. Right, FCC, you had to buy a license. So, you know, I don't know what is it a million dollars to get a license to the Dallas market for FCC. Right, um, so you had to buy the uh, open air licenses to be public TV to go through the public right. TV channels, or you had to go on cable, and that's such a gatekeeper. Both gatekeepers, and then the internet comes along, and this is one of the reasons why I think cross politics is able to been do, do so well since 2016, is because I mean, you know, we're joking, but we aren't. I mean, none of us get paid. We're worth hundreds of dollars to cross politic right now. You know, we don't get paid millions of dollars. Oh, we're to doing cross-politic. better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't get. We don't pay Gabe ten million. We don't pay Knox thirty million. Toby's worth thirty five. I'm the. I'm the Don Lemon uh, here. Of the, of the group. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. I'm, I'm better than that. Um, <laughs> I agree. Okay. I so, okay. That's so, enough. Of so, that. that's but, enough. But, yeah, yeah. But but the, but the but the point is, is now you got these new media organizations. We're yeah. we're we're. I think we're more trusted. Um, even though we aren't viewed as much, we're growing in this era where the internet is allowing us to be able to communicate to the people. People come and download us. Right. It's not like you you flip on the cable TV station and you're flipping through news. You're actually going and finding what you want to listen to. It's, it's it's the Burger King have it your way kind of structure, and so you got a lot more loyal audience. And as you grow over time, I think what what's going to happen in the next 20 years here in media is you're going to have legacy media start to start to go this way. I think it's already starting to happen. And you're going to have like this new kind of, um, Oh, I think it's already, it's already, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Already uh, I mean, look at Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan yeah. gets, yeah. you know, he gets 10 million downloads right. Right. an episode or something. At least, a, at, at least, least the most down, downloads and it's just him. Right. And so you're seeing a, a real opportunity here. Um, uh, you know, we don't really talk very much about business at cross politic here on air. So you'll hear us laugh about it before we go on air. Um, but uh, one of the things that we were working to do over here on the, with the Fight Laugh Feast Network is we want to grow in such a way where we're able to capitalize on the trend of legacy media falling and being a very bloated administrative organization and use the Uber technology that's presented to us to take over that market. The um, uh, I don't know if I've used this uh, language with you, Toby, when we've been talking about this, but yeah, because that's kind of, how I'm your pastor. That's how right. yeah, I know, I know. Don't use no, that no, no, language with me. What I mean by this? What I mean? <laughs> listen, hear me out. Um, the the strategic nature of what a network is to culture and discipleship, I, I think Christians have not really mm. um, seen this play. Hmm. A lot a lot of Christians will will fund a you know Kirk Cameron movie, three million dollar, four million dollar, will invest into a Kirk Cameron movie or, or along those lines, uh, and and then the impact that that movie has on culture and society is maybe six months to eighteen months if if you're lucky, mm. unless you, know, you do something like a seasonal thing like uh, Saving Christmas, it'll come back mm-hmm. every every year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's rare. And so a movie's impact on culture is very small, very short. It's not an evergreen process. But a network, over time, 
you're in families' houses, you know, um, from morning, from cartoons to sitcoms to family shows to nightly news every day. And this is why Fox, ABC, and CNN is such a powerful play is because you're in everybody's house, you know, 12 hours a day, whatever it is, uh, morning to evening, and and you're there for five days a week, you know, for 40 years. Discipleship. Discipleship. The reason why all of life. The the reason why Fox mm. News or Tucker Carlson are able to get five million up to five million listeners tune in nights because Fox has been working on that for forty years. You know, I got to say this real quick. Yeah. Interject here. Yeah. You got to remember, Tucker Carlson needed Fox mm-hmm. at first. At, that's right. At first, because he was Tucker. I remember Tucker at CNN. Curveball. I remember was, Tucker was it curveball MSNBC. with uh, I don't even remember the name of the show. I just remember uh, seeing. I think it's there. curveball with a. Uh, uh, what's his name? I don't know. I didn't watch CNN. Oh, that much. What's his name? Yeah. But anyway, I, so Tucker, when he came over to Fox, it was a really weird transition. I was like, isn't this guy semi-liberal? He's not really all there, yeah, okay? Yeah. And then out of nowhere, these monologues started coming that were just like, whoa, right. this guy's hitting hard. I, I enjoy it. So yeah. I, I just want to say that, yeah, you're right. He, he needed Fox yeah. to get to where he was, and he built something up. And after that, I think Tucker is that Napster that's like, okay, now it's breaking apart. And so right. here's the thing. So where does Tucker go? Because this is this is really right. interesting. After you leave Fox, he's already the last show that he did. I think it was well, even the last week he did a show where he just brought it down on every major news network that supported the vaccines. I mean, he just he hit them all. Burned it down. Yeah, yep. he burned it down. He kind of wrapped he, Fox in that a little, yeah, a little bit, bit. It, but he kind of he kind of also gave him a way out. out. He gave him a way out. He gave Fox a way out. He gave him a way out. But yeah. if you were like watching this and you were one of the producers, you're like. Eh. <laughs> yep. He used my pillow. He used right. Fox. So he just yeah. so but but what he did was he he made sure that he had nowhere else to go. Okay. And I don't so I don't know if he knew he was gonna ever leave Fox or if he knew this was he probably felt like it was coming at one point or another yeah. because he was a little shy during the pandemic. He wasn't on that right away. He took his time yep. and was slow building on the pandemic. I remember that because I was like, Tucker, you've been hitting hard. Where are you at all of a sudden? But he, where does he move to now? Okay. Daily Wire and all the other guys that are kind of like second tier after that. You got Blaze, Daily Wire. What's the other one? Um, uh, Newsmax. Fight Lefty. Um, no, no, no. We're, <laughs> we're not on that list yet. I yeah. wish we were. Yeah. Uh, but you have these second tier groups. That right. doesn't make any sense to Epic me. Epic News or whatever. Epic News. That, 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 none yeah. of those make yeah, any yeah. sense to me no. because those are already built. They get more money. They're just kind of. Not even Rumble. Th- and, not even Rumble. Um, make well, sense hold on. You. I'm going to okay. go there okay. in a second. All right. All right. Rumble kind of makes sense to me because it's not a contender yet. Yeah. It's not a contender in any real way. And if he way. can play a big role, that might be enticing. Tucker going to a already semi um, close to a legacy institution, he's he's going to be all right. That's 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 not saying, hey, I got some real power here. I got some real authority. Watch me build. What really makes sense to me is if he goes to Twitter, and him and Elon Musk. He just interviewed Elon. Par together yeah. to make news. Look, Elon, let me just, if you don't, if you've been paying attention, Elon Musk has taken and reestablished the institution of good journalism. He's just said, here's the people to listen to. Right. Here's going to do real good news. Right. And he's put his $40 billion behind it. Right. What's a couple more million with Tucker? Why not institute Tucker? He can afford $30 million a year. Why not institute yeah. Tucker as the number one news guy on Twitter and have him have his own conglomerate of news guys that he supports yeah. and do what he was doing with Fox Nation on Twitter? Yeah. Elon now just that, did tweet tweet out today. He said, we live in the most interesting times. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. 
if Tucker was to par with Elon Musk yeah. and bring all of his talents, like like, <laughs> you know, like what did LeBron James say? I'm taking my talents to yeah. South Beach. Like if he took all of his talents to Twitter, yeah. and Twitter were to move to Florida, mm-hmm. come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Now that now that, that, that talk is a, that talks all happening. That is an interesting yeah. move because it's not when you have it's one thing to have a platform. All these other platforms that I'm talking about need YouTube, need Facebook, need Twitter. They all need something else to provide for them to get out there. That was the whole fight yeah. with um, the cable or the gatekeepers with, yeah. with, with Stephen yeah. uh, um, Crowder. 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 That was yeah. the whole fight uh-huh. was over the platform of YouTube, uh-huh. right. Right? right? Well, forget it. Right. Get the platform, yeah. the news, and build it on top of Twitter. And now, who's going to stop you? Yeah. Right? Because this is. But the only thing now, now, Gabe, this is where you brought in the article today, and I think you're right about. It's called the. Um, Restriction Act? What is it called? The um, This is the um, uh, Restricting the Emergency Security Threats and That Risk Information and Communications Technology Act. They so, call it the Restrict Act, the restric- which is uh, the acronym. This is a federal right. act? This federal is a federal act. act. So yeah. ultimately, this is a way for people to try and get yeah. at social media, right? This right. is a, for them to try and get at internet, control the internet. And, and this is why they brought... Uh, TikTok in last week or two weeks ago and drilled them real hard. Well, and 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 the other piece of this, of course, you, you guys saw AOC. Yes. Uh, where, who is she getting interviewed by? I can't she, but, but she said, "Oh no, is the, is the redhead uh, Biden's former PR lady?" Oh, from MSNBC. Yeah, what's her name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Man, I can't believe you just, just it's like, the redhead. Just, <laughs> I, I know. Oh, you got it. Who is it? Is Zaki. It Jen Zaki. Oh, Pasaki. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but you know she was saying you know. Tucker, she said, "There's no other way about it. Tucker is inciting violence." Yeah. Right. So, so you know, you put that together with um, a restrict act yep. that says basically for the sake of safety. Right. I mean, remember, they tore down a statue of who was it in Virginia during the pandemic? Uh, I, that was like a, a couple. Wasn't that Stonewall Jackson? Stonewall Jackson? Stonewall? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, One of the greats. But it was it was um, because of public safety. Yeah. They had to tear down the statue. Yep. And um, you know they've already done this play with us with all, all the all the COVID um, yeah. crazy. Well, and this act particularly is referencing foreign use of technology sure. to penetrate into sure. our country. That's where it'll stop uh, it. But that's but that's how TSA got. But but hear me out together. though. Hear right, me out. Right, right, right. Hear me out on. I'm sorry. You have no, He's got to add. Well, he's gonna so hear you out. So yeah. hear me out on this though. Who is the one person who has their own satellites? And doesn't need anybody. Okay, are you feeling me now? Okay, are you feeling me now? Are you with me? I'm excited. So, so you got Tucker Carlson, who's at the top of his game for news and reporting. He's got a squad. Okay, and now you got all these other guys that Elon has been saying, "Hey, Mm -hmm. Matt Taibbi and all these other folks who've Mm -hmm. been doing news and and you know, you know who's got all the advertisers? Who? Twitter. What do you mean? Twitter's got millions of dollars in advertising going through its system right now. Right. But uh, but uh, imagine how much. So, imagine how much. Money. Say, I'm, saying, so, I'm saying the business model's there. They want to restrict there. the yeah. internet. They want to limit speech. They want to stop you from being on social media platforms. You have the platform with the guy who has his own ability to have internet, with his own, with his own satellites, satellites yeah. and you have one of the one of the top news guys of all time right now paired together with that. Yeah. That's where now. And when you make that grow, now you're saying something like, okay. To me, it looks like for me, it's like, okay, th- that's the play because that's self-sufficiency in every aspect. Right. Th- th- no one gets yeah. to tell you no. Right. No one gets to tell you what you can't say, <laughs> when you can say it, you know, where you can say it at. Th- that is, if if we're living in, in the new kind of techocracy, then that is 
its own government. Then Elon, <laughs> then, then Elon is a king. <laughs> that's exactly right. And that's exactly right. And I can't understand for the life of me, TBN has their own satellites. What? Yeah. Yeah, you remember the old school big satellite? Do you know oh, how much system? money they've been asking for people to send their satellites so they can keep their own channel going? Like TV. And I'm thinking, like, that's stupid. Now I'm thinking, about like, maybe TBN was on some. <laughs> Getting their own satellite. Making their own channel. Yeah. Make him an offer. Making them. <laughs> TBN. I should. I should. Jesus is Lord in public and in private in every area of life. And so it must all be subject to his lordship. And our use of technology is no exception. What captures our attention on the screen either glorifies or dishonors our Lord. That's why accountable to you, that's the word accountable, the number two, the word you, is committed to promoting biblical accountability in our families and churches. Their monitoring and reporting software makes transparency easy on all your devices so you can say with the psalmist, I will not set anything worthless before my eyes. So guard against temptation with accountable to you, that's the word accountable, the number two, the word you. Live for God's glory. Learn more and try it for free today at accountable to you.com slash FLF. Pastor, how much time I, you got? I'm uh you got, you got, I got a few minutes left. Okay. okay. We, just, we just ran out of time, didn't we? I, I'll yeah. just say, I mean, we we've said this before on the show before, like and and it it's been I, I don't think there's been a better time to be alive in the last in our in our country. The the opportunity. You said it's not a better time to be alive in two, since the last 200 years? last 200 years in our country. Um, yeah, you, you see, fix my gate, please. Thank you. Let me talk about it. Um, <laughs> and, and, and part of it is because the real, there, there is real evil and real battles going right. on in a way that um, are, has not been as clear as the, even the last 40 years. Mm. Um, you know, right in the 80s and 90s, I mean, conservatives and Democrats could all can kind of get along together, sort of. Um, yeah, the more majority Christians felt like they're winning in a lot of ways uh, in the last you know forty years, um, but we really have real battles before us and real evil before us, and that's what Tucker and we never even got to this in the show, um, but Tucker was at the Heritage Foundation talking about this. Yeah, um, and then and then you think about like technology and what God is um, and the opportunities that God has created through technology. I mean, imagine being alive when the Gutenberg press um, was invented, and then you could see that the mass production of Bibles. Could could happen, right. something that you never would have dreamed of in the past, and and it became a reality in in the 1400s, um, 1300s, 1400s, 1300s, and and the Gutenberg Press all of a sudden gives the the ability to print Bibles all over the place and to watch the gospel explode. 1450, yeah, um, and and then you know in in our sense, in our case we call the you know, we call podcasting like like Gutenberg you know 2.0. It's like we can release a podcast here in Moscow, Idaho, and it can go to Australia, China, right. Indonesia, you know, all, all, all over the world with a click of a button. Way, way, even way more efficient than printing a Bible in the Gutenberg Press. Right. And, and so there's, a, I think these next 40 years, are, to me, are, are really important and really exciting at the same time where uh, I, we can make a lot of um, uh, damage happen because the gatekeepers don't have a hold on things like they used to. Yeah. They uh, don't. Yeah. The Gutenberg Press did the same thing. Right. Like they like the gatekeepers, well, the Roman is, Catholic Church, the Papists, all that stuff. They lost all control. Right. And, and that was off and of, here we are. Yeah. But and everybody has their own Gutenberg Press now. Right. Right. That's the thing. Right. Like if you have a cell Which phone, comes with its problems. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. No, you start printing books and mm, immediately print somebody, porn. somebody yeah. started printing yeah. porn. Right. right. Uh, the thing I was thinking of, you texted me earlier, you said, Okay, this is what we're talking about today. And and I and I the thing that um I, I started thinking about was, you know, I mean there's a book by um, uh, Nassim Talib, um, who's 
kind of wacky in certain ways. And, 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 <laughs> COVID broke him. And, 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 re- and really cranky. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like one of these cla- – my, my father-in-law used to have this uh, saying where he would describe someone as a peak, a peak person. Mm. Peak people are really, really, really good at like one or two things. Right. And then everything else is like, <laughs> like they're horrible. <laughs> Nassim Tlaib is like, mm. like you know, He's a peak quintessential person. peak person. That's funny. He wrote a book called uh, Black Swan uh, a few years ago. I haven't read that one. In which he describes um, this phenomenon that he that's that he's um, observed in history, where um, these these various occurrences happen um, seemingly um, random, mm. seemingly yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. And, and, and everybody right before the moment, nobody could see it. Mm. Every, everybody is just like, you can't see it, can't see, can't see. And then it like happens almost with, without notice. And then you have a whole bunch of people come along explaining how it had to happen. It was inevitable. And here are all the signs, here are all the signs, yeah. but nobody could see it. And he, he describes it as black swan. And I, I think one of the examples, I don't know if this is an example he gave or one that someone else gave that, that, um, that I remember and with this theme is like the the fall of um, like the end of the Cold War and the fall of communism, for example, is one of those things where I think living through the the 1980s, growing up in the 1980s, you just you like there's communism and it's this iron curtain and it's just it's just formidable and there, and there just seems impossible to break. Nothing will break it apart and all the the Soviet Union and all their their satellites and all the rest of it. And then all of a sudden, like within like over a course of months, the whole thing just comes crashing down. Mm. Berlin Wall comes down. Soviet Union breaks apart into all these pieces. Um, and and then afterwards, everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you can see how it was happening in the early 80s. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, yeah, yeah. Khrushchev and all this. Monday other, morning quarterback becomes stuff. really clear. But, yeah. but, I, but I think, you know, we need to remember that we serve the God of black swans. Mm. And, and so I was, I was thinking about this, you know, just like with, I mean, there's certain things that probably you could see coming with, with Tucker and um, Fox or things maybe with even Don Lemon and CNN. Or he was pretty easy to read. Don Bongina. I mean, all these, all yeah. these things, but I guess just broader, like, you know, Elon buying Twitter. Okay. That was um, weird. Um, you, you know, but, but, <laughs> but there's, you know, there's all these things that happen that are, are enormous and monumental and really have world changing significance. And you're, you know, you're talking about the internet and Gutenberg press and um, you know, the, I mean, who would have thought in um, you know, 1499 um, uh, that the reformation would actually break up um, the, the papal, um, monopoly, which is, you know, that was, that was the The cable channel. That was the church's Napster moment, you know, kind of, kind of thing. Um, but what, what was happened over and over again is that we, we serve the God of reformation and revival. We serve the God of black swans. We serve the God of resurrection. Mm. I mean, like, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a black swan. That's the greatest. Easter is the greatest black swan ever. Um, and of course, Jesus on, (laughs) on Easter morning is, is unrecognizable to two disciples walking to Emmaus because they can't see it. And he says, but isn't this what the the old Testament said had to happen? Didn't the Messiah have to suffer before he enters into his glory? And it's only after he does this in-depth Bible study with them through the old Testament and then breaks bread with them that they, their eyes are finally open and they recognize that the resurrected Jesus is right in front of them. Typical men when they see food and they can finally, they can finally think, you know, (laughs) fair point, fair point. Also the Holy spirit, but yes, Uh, but, but yeah, but, but this is, um, but this is how God does things. And before it happens, we have a bad habit of not seeing it. We can't see it. We can't see it. Can't see it, but it's there. 
and God's at work. And so this is, I think, really a moment. I think this is what you're getting at, Gabe, in terms of like the opportunities of living living in this moment. You've got, you know, the, the, I think we, we've talked about this quite a bit the last couple of weeks, but um, there's a certain, um, the, the whole um, neo-Marxist woke agenda is trying to make you terrified. It wants to make you scared. It wants you to live by fear. And so it wants to throw you into this, um, this you know, taught this daycare gone um, no. completely native mm-hmm. yeah, and, and, it, yeah. and, and it loves the talking heads screaming at each other. It loves the cacophony, the chaos. It wants the drag queens to scare you. It wants the twerking pride parades to terrify you and make you scared and angry to join the mob yeah. and just be one more voice in, in one more in, screeching, one more screeching yeah. voice, yeah. one more paranoid, terrified voice. And, um, and so there's this temptation to say, this isn't this, isn't this the blackest moment ever? Isn't this the darkest moment ever? And it's like, but Elon's got, you know, uh, satellites all over the world doing internet. And we're talking about Jesus and the resurrection and it's going everywhere. Yeah. Right. And, um, and the gospel's being piped into more countries than ever. Right. right. And then things like this happen. You know, God just set Tucker free. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's right. as far as I, and that's what I see it. Yeah. And wherever he lands, he's only going to be more free. Be free with us, Tucker. But I think, you know, you've even got, you've got guys like Joe Rogan telling yeah. the truth. Like, you know, like what Joe, Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, yeah. He's doing more truth than any of the legacy um, news stations now. Elon Musk also helping the truth get out there. I mean, I never thought Balaam's ass would have a podcast. (laughs) But here we go. (laughs) Here we go. But this, but again, we serve the God of black swans. We we serve the God of resurrection and Christians really need to be thinking like, okay, this our I mean, Jesus is King. He reigns and rules and everything serves him. Okay. When it gets this dark out, like you need to be thinking like a Christian and be thinking, okay, I'm going to be busy at my post. I'm going to be loving yeah. my wife, wife. I'm going to be respecting my husband. I'm raising my children. I'm going to be, I'm be busy at the Christian school. I'm busy in my Christian yes. business. I'm busy doing these things. I'm not, they're trying to distract you. That's right. Yeah. They're trying to That's freak right. you out, make you panic and, and, and then make you throw down your weapons and, and run around, you know, with your hair lit on fire. Yep. But you need to say, no, I'm not, I'm no, I'm not going to budge. Jesus owns this place. He, own, he bought it with his blood. And I have a family to love and serve. I have a business to build. I have people to bless. I have a yeah. church to serve. I have a community uh, mm. to love and serve. I mean, that's if you don't move, they don't got you. Mm. If you don't, if you don't budge, they don't, and, and then meanwhile, God does these things. He's throwing knuckleballs at, at our at our at our culture and saying, "Watch this." You 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 know the 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 you know the modern papal um, estates of you know whatever the established media or you know the, the um, hardcore leftist politicians. And God says, ah, watch this. You know, mm. like, oh, by the way, I'm going to um, f- flip over Roe versus Wade. <laughs> I know. <laughs> who in the saw, middle of all of this. With, 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 you know, a liberal Presbyterian Roman Catholic Supreme Court justices. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know, yeah. watch this. Yeah. That's right. And let me tell you how it happened, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. so, hey, if you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight laugh and feast this is cross politics a lot of parents are waking up to the problems of the current american educational system 
And when the Department of Education can't determine what a boy is or what a girl is, why in the world would any sane parent trust them with a math curriculum? We are regular Christian parents who found ourselves with children to educate. And we found that the options available usually fell into two categories. Either the education was, was good, but was lacking in the Christian department, or the Christian part was solid and the education was lacking. So we got a group of parents together and said, why not? Let's start Classical Christian School. When I was first approached with doing the school, being a teacher as well as having my son be a student, I, I wasn't looking for anything different. And this came along and it has been just such an answer to prayer of, of little things that we didn't realize that the school would then give to our son that we didn't know we were needing. And uh, there were just a lot of uh, benefits to coming to school, the programs that people could offer, um, some of the areas where I'm not the strongest in, some teachers were able to do it. And then they asked if I would be interested in helping to teach and I jumped on board. I began very skeptical, if I'm being honest. There have been a few days where, especially in the beginning, I wondered if I made the right choice, but it is the relationship and the fellowship that is fostered here that has taken away any of my hesitation or my fears. If you're trying to decide, is school right for my child? Is staying home? And, you know, I, I like that this kind of gives you a feel of both of those things. Like, I still feel in charge and in control of my son's education. Um, but I also know that maybe science is not the best thing that I can teach him. His science teacher comes in and can just help take that load from me and be able to help him. And it's, it's been great. Uh, we want to be the tool to help you achieve what we believe is the most important job in the world, training up your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. They may be future pastors. They may be future politicians. They may just be a dad. They may be a mom. We don't know what the Lord's called them to. And the fact that I get the honor of being able to be a part of that journey and their education. It feels perfect for right now because I'm watching my son love to learn. And I get that it feels like a risk to step out of what society says is normal because the normal thing is you put your kindergartner in school five days a week, eight to three, every day for the rest of their lives. And that's what you're supposed to do. But then you end up with an 18 year old that you barely know who hates every bit of school, who barely knows what they want to do with their future. And to be able to be a part of this, it's like I'm watching a dream that I didn't even really know was a dream kind of unfold. Our students love being here. Our teachers are excited. They are committed and they are here for the long haul. They're here because they believe in the mission. You have to decide what's most important to you. And what was most important to me is surrounding myself and my son with like-minded people who were ready to go to battle because that's what we're doing. For them.